Hey everybody, so before we jump into today's podcast, I just wanted to A, thank you guys, give you a little bit of a reminder. If you enjoy this content, however you're watching it, consuming it, please like, follow, subscribe, whatever you gotta do, comment on it. If you can, leave us a review. It really helps us out and it can help grow our platform and reach more people. And if you know someone that can benefit from this, please share it with them. If you have a question, if you wanna reach out to us, let us know. And then lastly, we have all of our amazing programs, courses, and coaching available in the resources below. So check that out. Definitely take advantage of it. We have everything from free options all the way up to paid programs and everything in between to fit pretty much anyone's budget. And it's just a matter of how customized it's going to be based on the price point. So there's really something for everybody. Thank you guys. Let's get on into the episode. Yeah, fighters. What's up, everybody? It's Mike here. And I'm joined by a special guest for today's podcast, Kevin Pinnell. Kevin, thank you for taking the time and joining us on the podcast. Thanks for allowing me. It's my <laughs> Great pleasure. to be here. Um, so we originally met at a Tai Chi for Health Institute uh, workshop. Yep. And... Uh, I thought it was honestly just an awesome workshop altogether, the people that were there. Definitely. And um, we just got to talking, and I was telling you how my, my back and my neck was a little jacked up <laughs> on the second day. And you're like, hey, man, let me get you on um, my table and get you in and work on you. So immediately just kind of clicked from there. And I just figured, let's take a chance. Just give me a little bit more about your background, and then we'll dive into all the fun kind of stuff we can get into. Okay, so basically, Mike, what I did was uh, the short version is, is I graduated uh, New Hampshire Institute of Therapeutic Arts a few years ago, uh, back in 2010. I've been doing a lot of body work with people for almost 20 years. Uh, a lot of stuff like, oh, energy work, things of that nature, body work, uh, martial arts. I, I'm a, I earned my black belt in Gojiru Karate back in 2010, um, and I love it. And it's it's evolved over the years. You know, it's yeah. just. It's just something very special, and I appreciate your audience when you're talking about fight science and things like that. It's so important, and it's not, it's not about, ooh, who can I get nasty with? It's, <laughs> it's more a case of what can I do with my body, what can I do to become more aware of my body, you know, in whatever aspect that might be. Um, so, you know, getting my training from New Hampshire Institute for Therapeutic Arts, they were more of a clinical type of a, of a setting for school. And it, it just, it dovetailed into what I wanted to do a lot more. So I did that and then through the years, I've, I've tagged myself as a clinical and medical therapist because that's my focus. Um, got nothing against, you know, the spa therapy and, and just to relax and feel good and go to la la lands, nothing wrong with that. But I think there's a niche also for just people that wanna check in with their bodies and make sure that their bodies are optimal for whatever their exposure might be. So on my journey through that, and seeing as how I'm interested in Asian stuff, uh, I really started looking deeper into Tui Na, which is, um, if you're familiar with you know, various aspects of, of body work, and even if you look into martial arts, uh, if I say the term Kung Fu, what version would you like? You know, there are several different styles of Kung Fu. There's several forms of karate. I didn't realize it at the time, duh, but Tui Na is the same way. Tui Na would be the umbrella. Under Tui Na, there are several varieties. I practice three. Um, the one that I uh, use mostly is called Zengu Tui Na, which literally means setting the bone. 
and it works with the with traction of the the muscle tissue and in doing so sometimes the the bones will align better and it's not like I'm a chiropractor it's uh, and I'm not going outside my scope of practice by doing this type of work uh, where maybe a chiropractor or an osteopath would work joint manipulation I do I do bone work excuse me I do muscle work so in working traction of the muscle tissues you'll have things set better hence the term setting the bone most of the time when people see me for this type of work they they walk away saying they feel more open uh, sometimes they will even say that they feel like they've had an hour massage after I do a 20-minute program or, or treatment with them it's kind of neat stuff um, that and then I also do uh, table tie if you've ever had a tie massage mostly it's done on the floor I do it on the table so what I've done is I integrate my styles between the twina and the Thai massage, and then I pull in a little bit of uh, European neuromuscular, maybe trigger point therapy, uh, myofascial release, uh, even some different techniques like strain, counter strain, you know, just different things to help people with their mobility. I like to work a lot with um, specific areas I tell people that uh, if you're looking for if you're looking for the spa technique, you probably want to go someplace else. But I I will focus on a particular area for someone. At the same time, we may do the full body massage while working with that. A unique quality of of what I do, and people have to look at me a couple of times because usually. Uh, 80 to 90 percent of the time my folks stay fully dressed when I'm working with them uh, most of the people will come in as you have in like exercise pants and a t-shirt which is primo for the work that I do because we're going to do a lot of stretching we're going to do a lot of a lot of uh, manipulation a lot of range of motion work uh, I like to think that what I'm doing with you is lazy person's yoga or lazy person's qigong because we'll do, do, we'll do some work. Um, and then as far as I do have a little bit of background in herbal, uh, clinical herbal work, but my clinical herbal work has focused a lot more now into uh, muscle care, muscle relief, things of that nature. And I do make my own stuff for the most part, make my own massage oils, I do my own liniments, um, if you go to my website, this stuff is available online. Ooh, ooh, and that's available below, guys. Just check that link right under this. You can, bam, click it. It takes you right over. Yeah. And then I do, I teach Qigong. I teach Tai Chi. Um, we do some trainings with people. I've got some trainings coming up uh, in the near future. You can check that on my website. Um, some, some stuff is kind of esoteric. Some of the stuff is is wellness oriented some of it is is herbal stuff so it's a, just a lot of fun to help people be their best um, I like to think that what I do is is, is I offer uh, wellness and education and body work so people can get the best out of their bodies and out of their lifestyle yeah and I think I kind of want to pull it back really quick because talked about something that I think is really interesting I've never heard talked about before in any kind of manual therapy world is the idea that especially in the spa setting or in a traditional massage setting that there's actually time calculated into that let's say session where you're gonna like let's get dressed and get undressed 
Yep. Right. So let's say it's ten minutes per hour. It's it's average. Yeah. So if that's ten minutes, that's that's especially if you're looking at you're spending anywhere from you know a dollar to two dollars per minute, you're losing anywhere from ten to twenty dollars right there. So I think that's kind of interesting that I've never really heard talked about. So I thought it was interesting from that perspective, and then also kind of fast forwarding it back to what you were just saying as far as what the impact's having, and kind of I want to talk a little bit more on your thoughts on the difference between when you're going to a spa and when you're going in to a session with you and the difference on the focus is not just looking at, okay, like for example, I mentioned that, you know, my thoracic spine was bothering me or I had something going on with my rhomboids, my shoulders or anything in that area. And then we paid a lot of attention to that and there was different applications, but versus, cause a lot of times I think people think of massage, it's all one thing. It's mm-hmm. all just like, all right, you're going to rub me and that's it. And great. But kind of looking at the differences there, and was that always your perspective, or did it kind of slowly change over time? I think I think what happened is with the school that I went to, they tended to they tended to gravitate more toward a clinical view. Um, I did the spa thing. I worked in spas. I worked in wellness centers. That it was was more of a spa orientation. They had what they would call. Um, give me a second while I try to think about it. Their, I'll just say their typical wellness massage because I can't right. think of the term. But this is our massage we offer when somebody wants X Y Z wellness massage. Right. And the and these are the techniques you use. So you're told this is how you do it. This is why you do it. This is when and this is how much time you have. So we can move on to the next person. Got it. And with all due respect, again, there's nothing wrong with spa massage, but one of the things that I've seen and even experienced myself in getting massages is uh, I will tell people I don't offer a cookie cutter massage. And that's, and again, I don't, if, if I'm, if I'm offending a massage therapist out there, I apologize. But when I, when I sense that, okay, you've got a little something going on in your rhomboid. You say it about a rhomboid, and I'll feel what's known as an adhesion, which is basically scar tissue. And I need to work that out. Sometimes, as a, as a spa therapist, what I can do is I can still feel that, but because of the time constraints and because what needs to be done in order to facilitate this wellness massage, I can't, I can't get into a deep tissue or myofascial technique unless you pay extra right or unless we scheduled another treatment for you specific to that so that's usually what takes place with me when i do a clinical massage and that's what i call all of my massages are clinical when you're on the table and if i sense you're going to need a myofascial technique then that's what you're going to get and i'm not going to say oh wait a minute this is deep tissue i need to charge you another 10 bucks right and it's not about the money it's about what do I need to do to make Mike feel better before he leaves today, you know, and do the best we possibly can to meet your needs? So, you know, and you know, when I do a clinical massage, there are a lot of different things that I haven't talked about, like, um, and some of it may be foreign. We could maybe go into it another time, but um, I do, I do do cupping. Mm-hmm. I do do a technique called gua sha. And gua sha has been uh, compared to grass and scraping. Okay. Uh, I do I do uh, both indirect and direct moxibustion on people, which is uh, basically it's an application of direct heat. 
So there's a lot of different things that I do, but I don't charge extra for those. They're all part of that one, that one thing that I charge. You come in and you pay me my fee. Uh, I don't say, well, you need to come back next week and I'm gonna charge you an extra 20 bucks or 10 bucks or five bucks for this. The only thing that I will charge extra for is if I need to use taping. Now right. that's, that's an out of pocket thing that I need to cover. That exactly. would be the only change. And I think you bring up a really interesting point that we'll, we'll start to talk more about in like the coaching world or the nutrition world where we talk about custom plans mm -hmm. and specific to the individual, not so much of what my audience has heard me talk about with other people that I've had on and really just in general of things that I talk about. And you mentioned cookie cutter. And a lot of times you'll see in this kind of like age of social media and people getting a training certificate or whatever certificate and then they go online without real life experience, hands-on experience and just creating these templates or these workouts and say, hey, this is what worked for me, let's everybody do it. And that's not really, again, custom to the individual and to their needs and that's what it sounds like you're doing with your sessions it's not just okay again cookie cutter i'm going to go from head to toe i'm going to spend five minutes on each part and then hey i'm sorry if you have that adhesion there or if you have some other issue i'll address it another time it's actually and i felt it myself with our sessions i have something that is maybe the root cause of what we're looking to uh, adjust or, or pay attention to and that's where i think the most benefit for the actual individual or to your clients are to whoever you're seeing is yeah. If that makes sense. It does. I mean, it, there's a saying that I've used with people through the years, and that is I, I treat the acute and I go for the root. Uh, yes, that's what I wanted to get into. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Because, you know, so the, the acute problem that that you that you would present with is, say, I'm going to pick on the rhomboid again, and I hope you don't mind. No, no, no. But you know, so, so the thing that I, that I would lead, look at is what can I do today to relieve that tension or that knot, as we might say, in that one particular area. So I'll address, I'll, I will address that. I won't spend as much time on it on a first session, sure. but I'll, I, will, I will do as much as I can in my mind uh, saying, okay, so this, this will help you and this will create enough of a relief. But right now what I wanna do is I wanna move through this and we're gonna do an evaluation of your whole body while you're in here. Because you know you've had enough massages, I've had enough massages, that, and people that are listening have had them too, where you say, wow, I didn't feel that until I got on the table. Mm -hmm. Where did that come from? And it's just the work that's done. Uh, I'm going to say too that when I say uh, treat the acute and go for the root, there are times where I will say, you know, granted, you know, like Mike, this is, this is our first time together. Uh, I want to try and get as much of a full body in as I can. I may, I may forget about doing certain things with you in that session so that I can address that because it may be uh, more of a problem than what you may perceive. Sure. And there may be some things that I might be able to do. Actually, I think on our first visit that we yeah. did have, yeah. uh, we had some time constraints on that. And basically, I, there was a lot of techniques I left out because I needed to help you, mm -hmm. and you needed the help. Yeah. So we did what we needed to do in the amount of time that we had. So I'm not always gonna do a full body. I tell people that, you know, I, I you know, tell your audience, there are times where I've done massages on, and treatments on people where it's basically chest up or shoulder blades up for an hour. And that's what needs the adjustment. That's what needs being to be addressed, done. I should say. Yeah, so. 
custom yeah. custom done. I, it's it's a la carte massage. <laughs> and I, I think that's what's amazing about it. And that's what truly not only gets to, again, get to the root, as you said, but that's what sometimes I think gets missed when sometimes people ask me about, oh, well, what do you think about chiropractic versus PT versus massage therapy versus, you know, strength training versus all these different variables that we have. And I think that it all has its place, right? Mm -hmm. And there's all these there's a time and a place for all of it. But again, if you're only, let's say, just looking at the acute, like just at my immediate feeling or pain or sensation or issue, and we don't address the root, then we're just setting ourselves up for a disaster situation, in my opinion, where you're gonna keep coming back in and that it, it, it's over time gonna progress to become even worse of an issue and no longer just be isolated to one area, it'll progressively go to another area. But if you don't look at the acute and you just go for the root and now you're living in pain every day or up until it's completely resolved, that's not a great you know, option either. So it's kind of that hybrid in between, which I think is awesome. That's why I love that expression of treat the acute and go for the root because now you're addressing both. Yeah. And was that something you always, again, so I go back to, because I think that's interesting where, because I haven't really always heard that. And is it, do you credit that more towards your initial education or more towards the continuing education that you've had and the exploration of your career? I've, I've for as long as I can remember, going back to 20 years, uh, I developed that on my own in my own head because I'd seen so many cases where people will just, you know, and it doesn't matter if it's massage, if it's herbal stuff, if it's energy work, you know, uh, we're all guilty of it, including me, where I'm just going to get in, get this done and move out, right. you know, where, and I would say, you know, there's, there's more to it than that. This person presented with this particular issue and I, I really started thinking about it. I even... I think I wrote a couple of articles on it <laughs> in the past, but uh, it's it's important. You know, it's an important aspect. So yeah, it 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 developed, and it's presented itself more and more as I progressed through CEUs and so forth. But it's always been in the back of my mind as long as I can treat the acute, go for the root. Uh, I wanted to say something really quick, and that is that I'm I'm a I'm a big person that believes in in another little quick saying. And that is that um, there's a philosophy that I have, I call it purpose beyond self. And if you turn those words around, you as, as a therapist have a problem. You just don't know it. Mm -hmm. Purpose beyond self to me means if I, and I've had this recently, and it happens to me not all the time, but I have no problem at all in referring people on to someone else. None at all. Because what's important to me is that Mike gets taken care of. Right. If I sense I've gone as far as I can go with the techniques that I know, and maybe Mike needs to go see a chiropractor, an osteopath, an acupuncturist, you know, whatever, a physical therapist, another massage therapist who has some techniques that are maybe uh, more unique than mine or more specific than mine, I have no problem at all in doing that, but I had a, uh, without going into a lot of detail, I had someone recently who had, who's had a congenital problem with a, with a back problem, and I saw him for a couple of sessions, and, I, and it's, it had just been bugging me, I'm saying, you know, I've gone as far as I can go with this person, and I know of a chiropractor in the area, and I referred him on to that chiropractor, you know what that patient did? patient wrote me back a three-paragraph letter saying how much she really appreciated it. She would come back to see me and wanted me to know that the person that she went to see nailed everything that we had worked on 
and stuff that she'd been doing regularly, she feels 100% better and will be coming back. And that's, I think that just speaks volume to the philosophy behind the statement that you made, but also the actual real benefit to it. And sometimes it's, it's hard because people look at like from a business perspective so much. But if you look at, again, why are we here in the first place? Like, why did we choose this profession? Most of us, if not all of us that are getting involved in the health world or as health professionals, and that's what I kind of group all of us together as to one dynamic or another. We're all health professionals. Um, we want to help people, hopefully. And if, like you said, your self-purpose or your, your self-fulfilling into your own self and, and putting yourself first versus the other way around, you're going to lose people faster. And even if maybe you hang on to them a little bit longer in the long run, you're going to find somebody else and they'll never come back to you. Well, they'll, they will figure out them. They may never tell it to your face, exactly. but they'll figure out where your focus is. Your exactly. focus is on the dollar and not on them. Exactly. And when you, when you have that in your head, you know, you might, you might, you might make a lot really quick. Yeah. But you won't be you won't be here for the long run. Exactly. What's the sustainability? And that's the the one thing I guess um, that I think of is like you know one, a happy customer will maybe tell one person, an unhappy customer will tell five to ten people, right? Oh, yeah. So it's much more of a ripple and and viral effect of the negative that that could potentially be spread, and also just do right by people. And ultimately, I think for the long run, that's where it'll be. Um, and that actually makes me want to think of a bunch of different things that we can go into. But I kind of we hit, we hit this window where the audience I know starts to kind of drop off at this point. They start to lose interest yeah, in this, yeah, yeah. you know, technological world yes, of like you know <laughs> everything going on and, and all that. So um, I want to wrap it up for here. And I think yeah. that what you said was you know um, putting them first versus yourself is kind of an awesome way to end it. But I also just want to reinforce and leave you with the platform really quick of you know just leaving the audience with a message and then also. Give us your website really quick as well, because I'm going to have it below, but just for those that are listening and driving maybe or sure. can't click it's, it right uh, now. It's www.eastwesthealingarts. That's A-R-T-S. And you can find it right on the web. Uh, if you want to ever contact me, uh, you can do so. That same term, but at the end of it, just... By the, all right, so my my information is kevin at eastwesthealingarts.org. Um, and uh, that's it's very easy to get in touch with me that way. Uh, you can also do info at if you go to my website, there's all kinds like everyone does, there's all kinds of spots through the website. You can click here to get in touch with me. I have online booking services available. Um, I, that booking service includes not only table work that I'll do with people, therapeutic work, but also for Qigong and Tai Chi. And again, I've got some workshops coming up and I've got some products that are going to be available. Oh, in my book. Oh, in my book. I published it uh, about 15, 16 years ago now, but it's called Two Feathers Spiritual Seed Planter by my pseudonym, which is Kevin Laughinghawk. That's so, awesome. And you can, you can do it through the website. You can go to Amazon. You can do it or you can get in touch with me if you want <laughs> and i'll put the links for all that below as well so just look below you'll have the amazon link we'll have your website link um we'll also have your contact information and what i think is great about your website too is not just ways to contact you but for let's say obviously in the Asheville, north carolina region but outside of that we have a lot of listeners that are outside of the state and also outside of the country um having the book and also looking at your blog and looking at your videos i know that's something that we were talking oh, yeah. about as well i just um, updated it sorry bingo. exactly so i wanted to make sure we mentioned 
mentioned that in there and I'll put a link to it below as well so you guys can check that out. But you also have a lot of great content online. So if for whatever reason someone can't work with you in person, I would highly recommend just kind of checking out your content online as well yep. and just keeping uh, in touch because I know you've even talked about podcasts and more blogging and videos and things like that. So I'll make sure we keep the audience in the loop for that. And well, obviously, we're going to have to have you back on because awesome. there's so much to talk about. And there's yeah. not enough time. But Absolutely. Thank you, Kevin. I appreciate Thanks it. Thanks a lot, Mike. I appreciate it. Enjoy your day. Thank you. You too. So I just wanted to say thank you guys again for watching, listening, consuming that episode. If you guys enjoyed it and you haven't already, please like, uh, please comment. If you haven't reviewed, please leave a review. If you haven't followed or subscribed, please do that as well. Again, it tremendously helps us out. And then just a quick reminder, if you guys want more resources, we have them below. We have our programs, everything from free all the way up to paid and kind of everything in between dial in with the customization and we have more information on different programs and resources in our newsletter. So if you haven't signed up for that, do so below. It's free and that is it y'all. See you on the next one.